0: On this week, we take a look at some of the teams that have impressed us and some of the teams that have, well, depressed us. Also, we're going to look into most improved player and most valuable player thus far. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nerds and Basketball. afternoon and good evening and good night and shalom my name is dj cj
1: and i'm Pope charbonne um and that was adam silver actually not cj dj adam silver presenting yes yes he's he's right here in the studio right now Uh, (laughs) yeah the first pick yeah and here's the thing about that music it doesn't it's not actually played adam silver actually had um he's a cyborg actually it's why yeah. it's so yeah. perfectly shiny but like the music resonates from Adam Silver basically exactly. it's actually quite amazing exactly. yeah um unfortunately no, Adam Silver couldn't make it um today's to today's award show we sent him an invite but yeah. uh, he said he was busy with other things but well, okay all right sure sure <laughs> sure um but yeah
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. okay. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) post your phone (laughs) Post your Well, before before we start our awards ceremony or whatever the heck we're gonna call this, um, how are you, buddy? I'm doing all right.
1: Uh, it's reading week right now. So things are, you know, relaxed, still doing some work, you know, still prepping up for some things coming up. But uh, yeah, yeah, tentatively excited going forward. We'll we'll see how it goes. Okay. Um, oh, just watched some great NBA All-Star Weekend action. Mm-hmm. Um, Asterix on the great. Some parts were great. Some parts weren't as great. But um, yeah, it was an enjoyable weekend. Yeah. How about yourself?
0: Um. Yeah. It's I'm, I'm. I'm okay. I. I feel honestly. I was kind of disappointed about the All Star weekend. Um, oh, were you? Yeah, I was. I was. I was expecting a lot more from the dunk contest. Oh. I I, no, I. I was thoroughly disappointed, and I was expecting. You know what? The three point contest was fun. It was fun. I'm glad. Um. Co- yeah, Collins yeah. won, right? Collins. Um. Sorry. Collins was it? Collins. That Oh, the dunk contest. No, no, no. No the three point contest. No, that was Joe Harris. Joe Harris, Joe Harris man. my bad. My
1: Don't bad, my do bad. not disrespect the greatest three point shooter this game has seen. <laughs> relax,
0: <laughs> re- re- relax there, buddy. Relax there.
1: <laughs> no, yo, Joe Harris was actually really. That was a great. He was very consistent. He was ex that was an excellent performance. Um mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm,
1: he sure. deserved it too. Beating Steph oh, yeah. Curry, especially after like that performance Steph had, jeez. Yeah, geez. oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Even in the final round, Steph Curry started hot. Like, oh, he was not missing at all. But then in the middle he just kind of sagged a bit and he just could not catch up to Joe Harris at that point. I was like, wow. And then Seth Curry was the biggest
0: disappointment ever. Just yeah. come on Seth <laughs> Yeah.
1: Come on, Seth. Why, why do you It would have been
0: so cool if we had Curry versus Curry. That would have
1: been great, but Seth Curry, just whatever. I'm just like, I'm so disappointed. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh my you
0: gosh. know what? It's, it's, it's fine.
1: It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. The, the thing about the three-point contest is I, I like it. Um, it, It's exciting, and but the most important thing, it is completely objective um there is no kind of like cause with the dunk contest There, like you know there are some dunks where it's just like whoa that was kind of like a low score or like man that did not deserve the 50 but with the three-point contest is just i'm sorry it's just a quantitative number right you get that there's no debate basically
0: yeah yeah no for sure i agree i agree it's all quant- yeah. yeah yeah otherwise i mean my week's been pretty okay there's nothing much we can like a reading week is here i'm gonna try to study as Much as I can, um, yeah, yeah, I know.
1: Try, try quotations. Try. I'm, 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 I'm,
0: yo, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of addicted to Apex Legends. And
1: uh, oh, oh, are you playing Apex? I, I am, Apex.
0: I am. It's, it's a lot of fun. It, it really brought me, it, it's really bringing me back to, um, my, my competitive Call of Duty days where I was like, yeah, I was, um, I was, um, in chat, like I was calling, I was, um, or not calling, but I was uh, game. Like, what is it called? I forget it now because I haven't done it In a long ass time. Like, I, I just, <laughs> hey, there's an enemy over there, and like, and like, I remember had a conversation with my team. It's like, okay, boys, there's two guys right there. Get ready to engage. And I went around the other team. They saw me and they started shooting at me. And I'm like, all right, they're engaging. Go, go, go. One guy throws a A nade distraction Yeah I was like One guy throws a nade By the way I'm the medic Of the team So I'm like I need to get back Because these guys Are gonna start Engaging my teammates They throw a nade They turn around They start shooting them Because it's a 2v2 At that point They tried killing me And what I did was I threw a nade back We basically ambushed them At that point There's just two of them And At some point I was like Okay I run back to my teammates And they started killing them I started shooting back at some point, they downed one guy. One guy started running, so I started healing them, and then eventually we found the other guy and killed them. So I was like, "All right, good engagement, boys. Onto the next." And we won that game. <laughs> that was awesome. I you just won got- that game. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was fun. It was fun. I I, I have I know. seven wins under my belt. I think, which is Jeez. not a lot, but it's no, not a lot. All- it's not a lot. No,
1: that's that's not bad because like I know. Okay, I don't know. I don't know how rare it is to win that game compared to like let's say Fortnite because I played Fortnite. I've not played Fortnite in a while now. Yeah, Fortnite was always tricky to win, but I it think is. in Apex, it's like what it's like 20, 20 teams of three.
0: Yes, sixty players. Yes, teams, okay, teams
1: three, so yeah. sixty. So it's a bit less, and yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And like you have a nice squad going on. You got two of your friends or something going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice, it's, nice. though. No.
0: it's just um what's it called It's a lot more fun because it's a lot more f- I personally think it's a lot more fluid with Fortnite yeah. there's just too many things you need to deal with like there's you need to the build the building too like you I to never kill. got a hang of the building yeah. but like yeah 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 it's still a fun like it like Fortnite's okay like to me it just doesn't appeal to me This one is Fair. more here's a gun here's your yeah. team survive that's it yeah. And it's very similar to Blackout the Blackout what is very Blackout um, yeah 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 It's very it's 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 there. It's good. It's just yeah. I don't know. There's just something about blackout, or there's something about Apex Legends that screams like it's good. Maybe because it's free. It's free. That's yeah. that's a big thing, dude. They,
1: yeah. they don't have cross-platform play yet, right?
0: Not yet, not yet. But their goal play. is to have cross-platform play by the summer. I think
1: okay that's that's pretty cool because if they do you know i wouldn't mind just downloading it to kill some time because it's free and yeah. like that's the thing about the black ops series it's like what it's 60 bucks you pay straight up sorry 70 in canada yeah 70 bucks uh season pass is gonna be like 40 50 bucks and apparently now i've read that they've added loot boxes to the whole thing i'm like man you are yeah. milking it with these microtransactions <laughs> i mean there's like, microtransactions
0: what? in apex legends but it's but, but it's here's not the thing. as bad it,
1: it, it, it's free to start with right And it's not like it, like black ops isn't like a play to win and like yeah. apex is not like a pay to win sort mm-hmm. of model it like is. it's free yeah. you kind of understand the microtransactions because you're like they gotta make money somehow yeah, right? yeah and i'm yeah. sure like, and you know what even then if it's a free game i can kind of understand why someone would say hey i really like this game i'm gonna pay five bucks so i can get like some cool skins or something mm-hmm. like that too mm-hmm. i'm like you no, know what? That's fair enough. Like you like the game. Oh, I get to unlock a player. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You you didn't pay anything for the game, so you know why not? This is how for they sure. make their income. I
0: respect that. Yeah, for sure. For
1: I do want sure. to get into it. Um, when times, op- times open up a bit, but uh, no, it sounds good that you're enjoying it on your uh, Xbox One. You're playing on your Xbox. One. Yeah,
0: I am. I am yeah, man. yeah, it's a lot. Of- Are you done with the Witcher then? No, I'm. A- <laughs> I'm literally <laughs> jumping in between Witcher and Apex. Like when I feel like I just when I need when I just need to when I just need to, um cut some time or yeah whatever like when I, don't ha- when I don't have that much time i'm like okay gotta pick up a couple of rounds of apex but when there's nobody home like right now nobody's home and nobody's gonna bug me for the next two three hours i'm on witcher yeah. bro and the thing about witcher is that I'm, I'm on the point i'm on the verge where i'm under leveled for the next big mission but oh, yeah? i'm over leveled for the side quest like I'm at like I'm at the middle ground where like they say okay for you to for you to successfully complete this main mission you need to be level 17. I'm level mm-hmm. 10 and all the side missions are either level 9 or below. Oh, so I'm just trying to finish some side missions and I'm trying to look for the cool thing about Witcher is that like the more you explore the map it's yeah. more like okay, we're gonna reward you with some side missions and, and like yeah, some more things to do. It's um, so
1: it kind of is like a grind, but you're kind of you're, you enjoy it sort of. It is fair yeah. enough, fair yeah, enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like how Dragon Age um, Inquisition was for me, mm-hmm. um, where there are kind of like grindy elements, but I really enjoyed the journey of the whole game. So that's why I'm like I I don't mind this at all. That was a really that was a really fun game, Oh, man. Um, but yeah, man, I'm not game in so long it is so sad actually this is uh, but you know some things you gotta cut back on sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm too old for this I wouldn't get back to gaming but that's for <sighs> sure um okay well good to hear um good to hear game bagging gaming you know finding that it's good good way to relax too <laughs> um But how about we get into some NBA awards? Let's do it. Let's do it. Sounds good. All right. uh, I will – oh, sorry. I will read our first category, and you can give your first thoughts on it. Sounds good? Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. So, Adam Silver. (laughs) Sorry. Best East and Best West teams. So, which is the best team in the West? Which team is the best in the East? Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: It's in my head, man, you know. I know Uh, it is so let's start off with the West. Right now, in my most honest opinion, when it comes to Um Performance, in game dominance, and I mean overall performance, in game dominance, and just flat out just the talent in the team. I mean, we can't go any further than the Phoenix. Sun. Okay. <laughs> oh, you can You pulled that. <laughs> no, I mean the <laughs> Warriors. Come on, there's nobody Sorry, in I the don't. West. I know. I, I mean, I, I. mean, come on. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. But it's the West is um, dominated by the Warriors, and I mean, there's there's no clear. Competition right now. I know the Denver Nuggets are the first. I know they're second. What am I saying? They're second in the West right now, and they're really good right now. And I'm, Mm -hmm. they've definitely beaten, uh, defeated the the Warriors um, numerous times in the beginning of the season. But they're not. Mm -hmm. They're not versing the current state of the Warriors with Demarcus Cousins and uh, or a healthy, a sub healthy Demarcus Cousins and a very solid. Starting lineup that, if played well, can dominate for the majority of the first half and then let the bench mob do the rest in the second. Like, that's how I would play it if I were Steve Kerr, but otherwise. But yeah, yeah. the best in the West goes to the Warriors. I mean, yeah. Yeah, like you. <laughs> like it's probably like the
1: easiest award to give out tonight and um accepting the award tonight is um steve kerr uh steve kerr couldn't be with us today um so we asked um steph curry to make it but he also could not make it tonight um and then eventually um,
0: well who'd you ask who'd you ask
1: uh i then asked draymond green and um he just sent me a picture of his um yeah and then uh yeah that was about (laughs) it that's such an old reference oh (laughs) man no but um yeah So they couldn't accept. So we'll just we'll mail it to Oracle. No, hold on, hold
0: on, no, no, no. We do have someone here. Um, Oh, we do. Oh, yeah, Clay Thompson's here. Here, let me pass it to him. Oh, and he shot it. (laughs) Oh, he shot it. (laughs) He shot it. Pass the shoot. Pass Pass the shoot. (laughs) Pass the shoot. (laughs) Pass (laughs) the shoot. And I gave and I gave it to KD, and now he's planning to move to the Knicks.
1: Oh no, no. Um, you know, um CJ, it's just uh instinctive <laughs> for me at this point, you know. I guess catch the ball from Steph, yep. Dre, Kevin, Marcus. I just take that shot, man, and you know if it goes in, it goes in. If it doesn't, you know, then we go back on defense and I catch and I <laughs> shoot.
0: You see that that's, injury that's it, man. with his finger. Uh no. Oh, what was injury? Clay Thompson, he injured his finger right before the All star. He dislocated <gasps> his ring finger. And he pulled the Kobe He went to his coach Or to his trainer And then they put it back together Or no They went back um, Back to a locker room They fixed it up And then oh. he played again
1: so didn't that happen in like um like it happened during like the right before the all-star break began yeah right before the like all-star that. break yeah right he, I, I remember that because like he got a little injury and but he still went off that game at yeah. that point i'm like there you go there you go um yeah okay so thank you clay for um shooting our award um for you guys that don't know the award is platinum complete platinum platinum covered with diamonds we use osap money to pay for it it was
0: really wonderful um for, yeah. for our u.s friends osap is um student loans student um, loans <laughs> and we're gonna be the same boat as you because we probably won't be able to pay it off for another oh year yes we, after. we are get, we're
1: getting we're getting political but just yeah. wait for our section three-point legislation which will come up after this and then we'll talk about all the nuances of ontario politics yeah. sounds
0: good sounds good <laughs> Nerds and okay. legislations. Nerds
1: and legislations, yes, yes. And I'll be your spinoff podcast. That'll be your spinoff. <laughs> Our host today is Justin Trudeau. Well, hello. Okay. Um, but going on. Um, so yes, West. I will say mine because it is really obvious right now. That's in the West as the Warriors were exactly what you just said. Most talent, most experience. And if we're looking at, like in terms of like outside the season, they've won the past two championships. They're, you know, the favorite in the West. And shocker probably the favorite in the whole nba but yes what is your favorite team in the what is the best team
0: in the east um if y'all listen to the last episode (laughs) there is no competition in the east for the toronto raptors let me repeat There's no competition in the East by the Toronto Raptors. The Toronto Raptors are the best in the East. There is no doubt. I mean, come on. Talent-wise, they have everything. Um, Performance-wise, they're dominating. And I'm sure people will say, well, they'll dominate the first three quarters and then lose in the fourth. Yes, I understand. Mm. But Mm. I want you to take a look at... I want you to look at it from... I'm trying to be not biased because... I am from Toronto and it's hard not to be unbiased now if we were to look at at the numbers yes the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are better in um defensive rating I think but yes defensively
1: Bucks are crazy yeah Yeah.
0: um but I think they're averaging I think they're second place in blocks per game third or second place in blocks per game
1: really yeah
0: so Mm. the, the Bucks the Bucks um, but now with the addition Of Of Mark Gasol We'll have A really strong Defensive um, Or Defensively We'll be better in the paint With Jeremy mm-hmm. Lin I think Not only are we gonna be able to Have a flexible Front court We'll also have a very flexible um Or sorry Not front court Back court We'll also have I think with Jeremy Lin And the way he plays mm-hmm. We'll have faster Fast breaks yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. he I was just watching his um, AMA. I think on on Instagram. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, he had an AMA uh, or q and A, Q&A, rather. And what was interesting about that Q and A was that uh, he had someone asked him about Lowry, and he said Lowry was the most unselfish player he's ever played in a while. So, to say the least, he's enjoying the team. He's enjoying Toronto. Ooh. He's not enjoying the weather. So, I think Fair I think enough. I think the Toronto Raptors are uh set for a finals appearance this year. Quote me on that. I will quote you on that. Yeah. Quote me on that. Meet me in June and you know, we'll watch your finals game against the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who's your oh. best in the East? Uh my best in the East um this is a lot harder too right versus the west oh
1: for sure there is a lot of quality in the east right now um this is gonna be sound very very strange this is gonna sound very strange um in terms of best in east right now i am going with the raptors i really think the raptors know they have quality players everything you said just really really excellent right now you know they're playing with their lineups they're adjusting sucks they didn't get markeith morris but um that's fine totally fine they're great in the center position i was thinking about this too mark the soul um in my opinion when i think about someone that's similar to him it is al horford if if you kind of see that do you kind of see that comparison or no
0: with al
1: horford with al horford I'm talking more of the idea that defensively, you know, defensively minded, um, not the youngest guy for sure. Um, but, you know, uh, very smart is a passer and the ability to stretch the floor. You know, not the most athle- uh, athletic guy, um, but he reminds me of Al Horford. And it just made me more excited because I'm a big Al Horford guy. I think mm-hmm. he is very underrated. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like he's just an excellent player and he does so much for that Boston team. He's actually one of the most valuable players for Boston. Um, so I, I, I really like that comparison. And I say just him added to depth and the more I've thought of it. I'm just like, yeah, I really like Marcus on this team. Um, but yeah, so I say the Raptors, in terms of playoff success, if we're looking forward, I am still looking at the Celtics very, very much. Really? I feel the, Celt- the Celtics... When they get into the playoffs, they become a different team. They get their head down, and they they know what to do. They know what they're doing. Watch out for the Celtics. I am super serious right now. If, honestly... Celtics versus the 76ers Playoff series I still say Celtics I really do say the Celtics Are going to take it It just That's my honest opinion Right now um, But yeah In terms of that quality I'm going to say the Raptors You know We do seem like We sleep in the Bucks, And the Bucks Are excellent too um, We we really haven't seen them With fl- uh, full-blown Mirror titch yet So that's something no, To keep haven't. in mind no, we haven't no, um, But so far I'm saying the Raptors But in the uh, playoffs Just watch out for the Celtics Man They're always going to Sneak up on you Trust me
0: Okay. No, I you know what with the Celtics it's 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 tough to not look at them because of the talent pool that they have. It's I think is it weird for me to think that Brad Stevens is pulling our, our leg here when it comes to cuz like I, I I we were having a conversation earlier um what's his name? KD and Kyrie had this like really interesting video conversation behind the scenes in the All Star Weekend, and there are some people who were reading into it. I read into it, and they said, and from what I saw, they're talking about moving to to the Knicks because the Knicks, uh, I think they're the only team who have two max options this year, this upcoming year. Uh, um. So, oh, could you repeat that? You kind of
1: fizzed out there for a second. Sorry.
0: They're the only team. Uh, the Knicks are the only two. Uh, the only team with a uh, two max options. I felt there was another team that was close to two max options. Um, yeah. yeah, but the way they see it is that the Knicks not only have two max options this year, they yeah. have a very very good chance of getting first ra- uh, first pick. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm imagining KD Kyrie
1: and Zion. So that's what you're looking at when it comes to the most promising in that case. Yeah, when Teams it comes to, that, yeah. Yeah, like the brightest future idea. Yeah, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. So you're so, going to say the Knicks.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Oh yeah, gosh. it's it's scary. You
0: hear that, Knicks
1: fans? You're no, no. bottom of the East, and CJ has hope for you.
0: I know it's it's good. It's good to have competition in 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 the NBA is always good, right? For sure. Um But as I was saying, in in regards to that, what if Brad Stevens is just pulling her leg? What if he's he's strategically losing? Um so that they don't stay too far away from the from from first ba- first place but not too close to the sun that they people might think oh they're the super team of the year or super team of the east so that come playoffs they just come out of nowhere You
1: know know what? I feel like they take it super low key. Like Brad Stevens, there's a reason why people say Brad Stevens is the Popovich of the East, because I feel like he goes with that approach where, honestly, I don't think Pop really cares if he finishes first, second, third. As long as he gets into the playoffs, that's really what matters to him. Mm. As long as his players are ready to excel in the playoffs, that's all that really matters to him. You know what? I'll say this with Popovich too. Interestingly, um when they played the Golden State Warriors, Popovich elected to rest his stars against Golden State. Yeah. And you know, I think it's options because it's saying it's a tough team. It could be kind of like, you know, a waste of their time because you know, maybe we can't beat the Warriors yet, but also to say, "Hey, we're not going to show you how we're going to tackle you in the rec- regular season. Yeah. We're going to base we're basically going to surprise you." Cuz here's the thing, before Kwai got injured in that series, we were actually kind of close on, you know, kind of making a bit of an upset against you guys. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. get ready for that, okay? And he's just playing it smart. He's playing the long game. Right now they're seventh in the West. Um, but the West is so crowded right now. So a little nice win streak will probably give them a lot more safety and a bit of a better playoff position. But yeah, that's you know, that's just where it is. But um okay, so you're going with the Knicks.
0: No, I'm not saying going with the Knicks. I'm just saying that the Celtics have... Uh, yes. A very interesting dynamic now And I do Like that was just in regards to um, Them playing like a soap opera Type of thing Where they're acting out all these Oh we don't have that great chemistry We're losing We're winning And I think Brad Stevens Might be on to some sort of uh, I wouldn't say like he's losing Purposely losing games But I think he's strategically losing games I think that if he loses to this team And wins di- Like you know what I mean Like he he's pulling um. He's pulling a money ball. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's strategically losing and strategically winning. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's his case. Because if know. the Celtics stay in the mid uh the middle of the east, they have a very easy path to the I'm Eastern sure they'll
1: be happy list. to go I'm sure they'll be happy to be third, um if you know the Pacers do not stand where they are, yeah, which yeah. It will be difficult to stay third in the East with, you know, one of your best players out. But um, being third in the East is also very... So it goes from playing Philly in the first round to playing the Nets, which is, is, you know, a big difference. But to transition to my most promising team uh, in each conference, um, in the East at least, because you didn't mention much in the West, did you? Mm -hmm. I will say with the East, um, Brooklyn Nets. I know... In terms of you know you're looking at the Knicks in terms of getting that cap space, that availability, but I'm looking at the Nets just in terms of you know what I respect the Brooklyn Nets. They've had a hard ride in terms of not getting really any superstellar picks. Like they could have gotten some very excellent picks um, as oh, yeah. of recently. Oh, yeah. But the fact that they're six, they're winning, and they made a really smart move for D'Angelo Russell. They got a second round, uh, a second overall for basically nothing, like not really too many assets, just taking some bad contracts offhand and getting D'Angelo Russell. Just a smart move, right? And to be honest, like looking at that young core Spencer, um, Spencer Dinwiddie, who is a great six man, you know, um, Joe Harris, which is just, a, you know, your constant three-point shooting threat, Um Oh, what's the afro guy jared allen what's his name jared is allen. he yeah yeah. Jared, right. allen. yeah jared allen i love i love the hops on that guy he looks excited d'angelo russell i'll say this watching i've been watching nets games recently and it sounds so strange but i have because i i'm trying to i'm starting to like d'angelo russell but the thing is this young core and they're one of the youngest teams in the nba it looks like they're having a lot of fun and I think that's the biggest thing. Like, they, you know, they get some nice songs they get a nice blog and the whole team's jazzed about it, right, because they're excited, you know, they're not at the bottom of the East anymore. They're done with that. And they're saying, we're ready to move on. We got a playoff spot. We're probably going to make the playoffs this year. And when we do that, get ready for us, right? Get ready for us because we, we're we going to try to make some noise, get some upsets in there. It's just going to be such a wonderful experience. And in terms of promising, you know, watch out for these Nets. They're just going to develop. I'm sure they'll be able to get some good players and signing, you know, when soon as they get some draft picks coming in. Watch out for these Nets players. I think, you know, in terms of how they bring it in, this mentality, I really respect that. Um, mm. Oh, and sorry, just so quickly, I did a post on D'Angelo Russell and yeah. I think the in the most successful thing they've done is how they've actually treated D'Angelo Russell. Cause coming from the Lakers, you know, that's a lot of pressure being on the Lakers like that. And, you know, D'Angelo Russell did have some attitude problems, but I love the way they handled him in his first few years in the net saying, Hey, D'Angelo. We know you were like the second overall pick, you know, you got real talent, but you have to earn your playing time. Right. So for, Years like he was basically averaging 25 to about 30 minutes a game. And if he was having a bad game, they're like, we're, we're going to try to winning. I'm sorry, you're going to get benched. We're going to start Dinwiddie because Dinwiddy's a good option and he's having a hot game right now. So I'm sorry, D'Angelo, but you're going to sit on the bench. And you know what? It's that work ethic that Dinwiddie pushes onto him, that the coach um, Atkinson pushes onto him too. And just thinking like, that's the right mentality. And now he's like, he he's felt like he's going to work for it. And now that's why you're seeing them him pay off with dividends right now where he's just getting so much better um in this season and you know in in terms of that it's just really impressive and you know earning his first all-star too just like it's it's a promising time for the brooklyn Nets, i will say
0: oh yeah for sure for sure um another promising team for me the okc thunder man okc <laughs> thunder
1: you okay, you consider them promising as a third team in the West. But okay, continue, continue. Yeah,
0: no, they are. Um promising by means of like I think they're I think they're play- I think they have they're going to be in the playoffs. I think oh, they oh, are oh. they are finals caliber right now. How they're playing right now. Ooh. But I don't think they're going to make it to the finals only because of the Warriors. Yeah, <sighs> I know. Like I it's know. just because of that. And I feel that when, when it comes next year, if KD decides to move to the next next year or whatever, that's where the West becomes more open. I think the Warriors are going to uh, drop back down to second, maybe third. Although I would not be surprised if they stay at first because I think the Warriors are planning to just let KD grow and keep their core team of Draymond and Thompson. Yes um, And they need to offer Thompson a max offer bro Like honestly They, they have to. Thompson yeah. is a valuable asset And if you can Hell like, Even if you need to let go Of Draymond Green I would do it Because Draymond Green Isn't performing that great right now Although I'm sure He'll be fine next season And he'll definitely be fine This upcoming um, Post season uh-huh. uh-huh. um, But if that's the if That's the risk They're planning to take I'd say take it You know Um mm-hmm. With OKC, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter... Of, I would not be surprised, like I said, if this year they make it to the finals. Um, do they have enough talent to get there? Absolutely. Do they have enough... enough? Um, are they performing well enough to get there? Absolutely. Um, can they beat the Warriors? I have a, I have doubts. I have mixed feelings about that. So, Fair enough. Um, OKC, most promising team for this year. Most promising team for next year. Like I said, the Knicks... Um, yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Uh,
1: yeah. For, I really like how you took it, uh, took on that because you're saying like, if they do lose, um, Kevin Durant, it'll still be that core Warriors team which did go seventy three and nine, which is nothing to sneeze at. Mm. But in terms of promise, you're like, hey, you know what? If Kevin Durant leaves, you can see this OKC team being a big problem, oh, a yeah. big problem oh, yeah. for the Warriors. Um, defensively, they're great. Um, we want to see how Russell Westbrook holds up, but I think Russell Westbrook's finally done the thing that I think he needed for this team to be successful, and that is to take that back step, sort of, um, yep. as you've seen in his percentages, saying like, all right, Russell, you could get your triple-double, but it's time for you not to be the offensive focus, because offensively, you know, you're, you, you've got a real motor but there are better offensive options, namely Paul George on this team right now. And it's allowed Steven Adams to become much more involved in the offense, which is a big deal. Actually him, it kind of gives them their own mini big three, which is a big deal for this team. So in terms of promise that's um, that's excellent, but, but um, There's a lot of very promising teams in um, the West right now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna name off a couple, but I, the ones I think are very promising, and then I'm gonna go with like one option that will be kind of like, oh, okay, really, but we'll we'll see. Okay, Kings are one um, really good young core; they're improving a lot. Darren Fox, Buddy Healed, um, just wait for Bagley has already started to show off why he was selected, where he was selected. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be a big part of them kings watch out for them they're going to be they're going to be really promising coming up mavericks are another one luka donkic you're going to bring porzingis next year they're going to be exciting they could be a playoff team next year i really do see it um perhaps they get some contracts in maybe they get some players but that duo is going to be a big issue going forward in the west so they're getting ready for that post warriors era already and it could be very successful um but the one team i'm going to say um probably the denver nuggets really um they're so promising because I'm just thinking, I'm just like, their young core is all there. Jokic is only 24. Only yep. 24. Only Jamal 24. Murray's young. Will Barton's really solid. Um Isaiah Thomas has is come into the mix, so there's some flexibility there. Gary Harris. There's a lot of young talent on this team, right? Paul Millsap. You know, go in for maybe more signings later, get some more players. But here's the thing. They have one player in their back pocket that I'm excited for. Because I always love, like, a little underdog story. But Michael Porter Jr., he's probably not going to play this season. But he's right. ready. Right, they
0: have and, him. I forgot about him.
1: And you have to remember about Michael Porter Jr., Coming out of high school, people said this kid's going to be the number one pick. He's going to be the number one pick. And the Nuggets were basically able to snag him at, like, 14 or 15. And I think that's a steal. That's a steal. Sure, the injury issues, that's a problem. But you know what? Great players can get out of it. Look at Joel Embiid. You know how crazy it is to think that Joel Embiid basically missed two years after he was drafted? Two years. And look where he is right now, right? Mm Amazing. Amazing. Um And you know what, Michael Porter Jr., I think he could be completely just like another asset to this really wonderful Nuggets team. And in terms of that post-Warriors era, you know, they're all set right now. That Warriors team is starting to age a little, you know, they'll get old, they'll lose some players, whatever. This Nuggets team, they're not in their prime yet. They're still young. They're going to get older. They're going to get better. And, you know, watch out for these Nuggets. I think these Nuggets are really promising right now. And that's crazy to say for a team that was second in the West, as you said, you know, thunder who are third in the west but these teams it's really just like looking at like their long term projection i'm saying like you know there's there's something to these nuggets and you know obviously okc okay
0: all right um let's move on to the next topic um
1: east, east and west, and west MVP. mvps okay um you know what you know you know you know you know I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start in on this one. I'm gonna go start, with, it, my gonna start with my East MVP. I want to start with my East MVP. Okay, you ready for this? You ready. ready for this? Ready, because you're gonna be angry. Because I know do what it. you're gonna say already. That's why I wanted to go first. Okay. Giannis, no question. Giannis Antetokounmpo. You take Ante Giannis off that Bucks team? Yes, Giannis. Antetokounmpo. 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 Okay. Anti, anti, anti anyway. LeBron James. Though I don't know Greek. Anyway. My big, my big tall Greek freak wedding. Um, I don't know. Oh gosh, this is all right. I want to see a movie about that now. I want to see a movie. Um, uh, he is one of the most promising young players. Um, MVP noise already because of you know James Harden what Paul George are doing this year he I don't think he'll get MVP but man he's putting up crazy numbers and you know what this Bucks team is successful to uh, right now and I will say this versus him and let's say Anthony Davis he is one player and look at where the Bucks are right now top in the East that's amazing then we look at Anthony Davis let's say where are even though Anthony Davis has been completely healthy this year the Pelicans have underperformed a lot they're in the tougher conference sure but the Bucks made such a turnaround and they look like a real exciting team they had a plan they stuck with it um and you know Giannis is the crown jewel of the entire process right there and um he is their MVP he is such a valuable player if you take him off that Bucks team that Bucks team goes back to being irrelevant and I'll counter this point because I know you'll say, I know who you're going to say. If you take Kawhi Leonard off the Raptors, they still be able to work something because that Raptors team is so synergistic. But this Bucks team, Giannis does so much for them and it's been so successful.
0: Okay. My lead, my East MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh! Oh! Oh why, really? why Why is this a question Like I understand I'm a big fan of the Raptors And all but Kawhi I, wasn't I, playing I thought you great. were in Kawhi Yeah No 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 Kawhi, Kawhi is doing great Kawhi is doing great Like, Have you seen that dunk In the All-Star weekend He went up My goodness That was insane I was watching that live too yeah. Like first it was it was PG 13s nice three sixty cuff dunk. And then oh, yeah. Curry with the bounce onto the floor and it just Crazy. went like, we were like, Yep, this is going to the space and beyond. And and the Greek people was like, Nope. Grabs in midair and dunk. It's insane. That was that was
1: wicked. That was yeah, honestly, man, I heard I saw a tweet where Giannis was saying, you know what, I'm thinking about doing the dunk contest next year. And Please. then immediately after it was um Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell saying if you're if he, if he if he's like if you're in I'm in I'm like please please just these two players Donovan Mitchell versus Giannis Antetokounmpo would be amazing right. in the dunk contest imagine Giannis having the time to prepare a dunk. And you know what? He is so excited by all this All-Star stuff. He is so engaged. Like, he is so enthusiastic. Did you see him play? He was smiling. He was having a great time. He's like, such a competitor. It's going to be a wicked dunk contest if he gets in there. He oh, probably yeah. will be, like, the closest we'll get to seeing, like, LeBron James in the dunk contest in terms of just that
0: athleticism. Agreed. Agreed. I want – yo, I want it. I want to watch it. And it's going to be Chicago, too, next year. Uh, so. so oh, it's gonna
1: be... MJ's gonna be there. You know. Yep. Yep. MJ's and gonna just... pull out dunk too. MJ's like, <laughs> no, no, uh, you no. know what? I will dunk surprised. over. Giannis will dunk over MJ. Why not? Yes. Please. No, Air Giannis. I...
0: Yes. I, I don't know if MJ's the type of guy to let that. I don't Greek know if MJ's like, would be.
1: I don't know if he'd be cool with that. I
0: don't know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, well I mean, he would. This. This year was Charlotte, North Carolina, his team. It is so. his team. Yeah, that's true. That's right. true. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Um, how about Wes? Ready? Wes. One, two, three. Harden.
1: <sighs> Harden. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, in
0: terms of like all my
1: arguments in the terms of what Giannis did, if you take James Harden off that roster, rock- it seemed they're like, I'm sorry, but they're trash. They they're yep. just not gonna happening there. James Harden is putting his team on his back. 31 game streak of 30 plus points. Is he tiring himself out? Maybe. I don't know. Will this team be successful in the playoff? I really doubt it, to be honest. But you know, James Harden is doing his best to get this team into these playoffs, um, to get them in a good position. And man, he is just a valuable player. But you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you, DJ. I really am depending how it goes post-All-Star break. If Paul George keeps up his momentum, what he has going into that All-Star break, and if James Harden cools off at all and the Rockets drop in the playoff rankings, so maybe below six, why not Paul George? Why not Paul George? Yeah, for sure.
0: Why not Paul George? Oh, yeah, definitely. And he's going for that, too. Um, He is. is He's so hungry right now. He's so hungry for it. Feed him, then. My goodness. (laughs) Oh, God,
1: eat him. (laughs) <laughs> you know no, I will not eat a man that has two first names as a name. <laughs> my friend pointed that out to me. It's like his name. I'm like, oh my favorite player is Paul George. He's like, oh, why does he have two first names as a name? I'm like
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I guess that's kind of true. Paul George. Point, George yeah. Paul. I don't know. Oh man. Oh um... man. Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt it's Harden, and I agree. If if he goes on his continuous thirty point tear, yeah. sure, I don't see why not. But why not? at the same time, man, there's so much competition in the West when it comes to a team. Yeah. are they gonna win the playoffs? Are they gonna win the fight? No, they're not. No. The Rockets have nothing right now, man. And they, they, they aren't kind of the team. Were last Harden. year, yeah, no, uh, they Harden are. They, is uh, they, just upset yeah. about that too
1: they weren't that cohesive unit and you i'll say this about james harden too he's improved his defensive game as well too which is very impressive considering mm-hmm. this um, mm-hmm. he, he is he's all, in terms of blocks as a guard like i know like i'll be honest looking at steals and blocks as a sole determinant of how someone's doing defensively, it's probably the wrong way to go to it. It's only, they can only tell you so much, to be honest. Yeah. It's really about, like, how you are on the court, like, how you're, you know, basically the presence you have on the court. But this, James Harden has made strides in his defense, so it's not that glaring weakness he had
0: before, I would say. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. No. I agree, I agree. Okay. okay. Um, F- favorite isn't... category right now. The busts. East the West busts. West. Yeah. Okay. Um I'll go with mine. I'll start off with mine. Both East and West. For the East. Yo, the Cavaliers, man. They were supposed to be the best No, I'm kidding. Uh Um You know what? The War I, the Warriors. The the Washington Wizards. Yep. The Wizards. They they're the best in the East yep. for me. There's no doubt there's just there's way too much talent in there that got wasted, either by injuries or just by plain terrible coaching, terrible head office, whatever you want to call it. Um, injury-wise, I think it's it's more it's more there because they did lose Howard, mm-hmm. although he's coming back. So for our Washington Wizards players, make sure to shower at home. Oh um, my. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a joke. No, it's okay. It's you know what? You know what, guys? You know what? You know what? LGBTQABC. Whatever. Yeah, I respect that. You know, and I just want Howard to come out. If he's gonna come out, just come out, and Come out clean. It's accepted now. It's not something you hide. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, Wizards. Bust in the West. There's no. There's no cuestiones, the New Orleans. But I almost. Had, Patriots again, New Orleans. (laughs) Orleans Orleans (laughs) See, I said it again. New Orleans um, Pelicans. Yes, Uh, man, it sucks to be AD right. (laughs) It sucks to be anywhere near AD right now. And that that, that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. I know it sucks to be anywhere near AD. So
1: I I know. And in terms of the Pelicans too, I just want to say. Look at their lineup. Like, maybe in the East they'd be doing better, but come on. Anthony Davis, MVP candidate, Drew Holiday. One of, like, I'd say a top five point guard this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Julius Randle. Julius Randle, right? Um, And you're looking at that like, you know what, this team? This team's probably, you know, it could probably do something. You know, it's going to make the playoffs. Might not be a top four seed, but it's going to make the playoffs and be solid, right? Because you got your Anthony Davis. you got a nice team around them. Nope, they're 13th. They're 13th. They are... Like, okay, basically there's like, there's the bottom of, basically the way the West works, there's a bottom of the West and then there's the Phoenix Suns because here's the thing. Wow. Phoenix Suns are 31 games behind and then the Grizzlies are 19 games behind. There is a huge gap between there. The Suns are just a complete, disaster on their own right now yeah but the fact that pelicans are so close to the grizzlies the grizzlies who've struggled for a while to you know who traded away marcus old recently albeit you know sandwich between the rebuilding mavericks like what's going on this is supposed to be your year you made the playoffs last year you mm-hmm. got to the second round that's great amazing oh, yeah. build off that nope they busted. I had high hopes for the Pelicans. I really did. And I'm really disappointed about this. And you know what? It sucks for the people in New Orleans, right? Because um, I'm sure they were hoping for some noise considering how bad the Pelicans were doing. Some noise from the Saints. But then the Saints just got unlucky um, when it came to the playoffs for uh, the NFL. But, you know, again, really disappointed with the Pelicans. Anthony Davis is going to leave. And they're going to go into a rebuild phase, right? You know, they, are, they had, they are, a, they 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 had a mod. They I know. They had a modicum of of success, but you really do expect more when you draft a player like Anthony Davis caliber, right? You expect, you know what? We're going to contend. We're going to be favorites at one point. No, I'm sorry. You're going into a long long rebuild and I'm so sorry about that. I really am. Mm. Um, So that's my West. I agree with you fully. East, I see what you mean by the Wizards. The Wizards actually started off quite horrendously, even with John Wall. Uh, But I feel like again that is disappointing you know you expect that team to be one of the top four teams top five teams in the east right now um but i don't know there's been these issues for a while a team that i am a bit disappointed in and i will be honest with this is probably the pistons pistons are right now eighth in the east and they're looking like an early exit right first round exit you know because they're going to play the box and i don't see them being the box right and you know what? When you get a player, when you trade for a real high-caliber player like Blake Griffin, who is an excellent player, um, you expect more out of that. Especially in the East, I would say they've improved marginally, maybe. But you know, you have better play from Drummond, you have better play from Blake Griffin. You know, they're still adjusting to Dwayne Casey system. I understand that they've had a lot of coaching changes. But when you get a player of Blake Griffin caliber, I expect a bit more noise. I'm sure they're not happy being eighth in the East and, you know, potentially missing off the playoffs no matter what. They're below 500, and I think it's just disappointing when you have two real um, high-caliber players like DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin. So I I would label them as a big bust because I'm sure after they trade for Blake Griffin, they're like, we have Blake Griffin. This guy was, like, amazing. He still is amazing. I expect big things from this team going in, but, you know, no... No, it was just kind of like they fizzled a little. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a shame, right? No, that's a sure. shame.
0: For sure. For sure. Um Yeah, it's 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 a tough it's a tough western division. And it's a tough eastern division. Mm-hmm. Um, the bus thing about bus for me is that it sucks because like you want everybody <laughs> it sucks because you want everybody to <laughs> succeed. And in in an ideal world, it would all be like all averaged out. There wouldn't be the top eight teams. There wouldn't be bottom teams. But mm-hmm. damn, how frustrating it is! I- I'm personally frustrated every time I watch Phoenix because I feel like they're. I feel like they're just um so much. Youth. Not a, oh yeah, no, not not just that too. They, I feel like when I watch them, I feel like they're just a college team, and not even like not even a like good oh, college no. team. I'm I I'm know. being this serious. The same same with the Cavaliers, man. I know. Right, and I felt I felt the same way when I was watching the Raptors a while ago when they mm-hmm. didn't have the current team that they have now, where I feel like they're they they would be better off in the in the G League if I'm being honest. So um, I just hope and wish them the best. Let's let's just see. I mean, maybe next year might be a better year for them. I was expecting a lot from Phoenix, man. Phoenix was a good team. Um, it yeah, it sucks that they they they're not playing their cards right right now. Um, okay so this is our last top our, our last award oh sorry just, just another thing to say about Phoenix real quick I'm just curious oh, please, please go would, ahead
1: please. would Duke would Duke be able to beat them easy 100% easy yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah, easy.
0: same with the Cavs Cavs say oh no you know oh we're still a Cavalier we're still an NBA team you are an NBA team because you're in the NBA I mean <laughs> that's it talent wise caliber wise everything wise there's I mean UNC can kick your ass UNC. So. See, can, can I tell you something
1: interesting? Have you followed ever English soccer, like uh, EPL? No. Do you know how it works in EPL? So basically, uh, there's something called there's different, um, basically leagues, right? So we have the right. Premier League, which is a top league, right. and then before that, you basically have um, kind of like I, for, I forget the proper name, but it's like the first league, right? Just below that, Championship League. I'm not, I'm not too sure what it is called. Mm-hmm. Um, But essentially, it's just a division below it. And the way it works in English football, the bottom four or five teams are basically relegated to the bottom division. So they get kicked out of the top division. And then the top teams from that second division get promoted to the top division. And with that, you get more financial incentives. um, You get additional things like that, too. And the Mm -hmm. thing is, depending on the quality of your team, it basically you're basically. So if you're really bad, they send you to the lower division where you, you, as a really bad team, would be actually one of the more top teams in that lower division, right? So, at least your fans will be able to see you win or something like that, too, right? And I was just thinking, what if that would be something in the NBA you can see where your lowest teams are relegated, they're sent to the bottom? But I'm like, that will never be implemented in North American sports like the way it no has. No way. No,
0: no. no, no. Given, but, but given just... American ego, no way.
1: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Um, but yeah, I,
1: I, I was just thinking about that. But yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. Um, next topic. Bring it in. What are we going this is our final championship award, mid season award to give away.
0: Yeah. Uh, most improved player. That's regardless of the division. Um you can look at every uh every team in the east and in the west. You have to pick your most improved player. Okay. um numbers wise, whether it be just overall player wise, everything in between. No. Who do you think? You go ahead. You can start.
1: Okay, okay. Um, CJ, I'm going to give you some stats, and I want to hear your opinion, okay? Okay. Uh, The player I'm thinking as most improved player of the uh, year. Um, So this player uh, improved his points by about seven points per game, okay? Okay. Um, He now leads League in steals. Um, His rebounding has went up by um, about three rebounds a game.
0: Hold on, say that. He He,
1: He leads the League in steals. Um, okay. Uh, his rebounding has went up by about two and a half rebounds per game. Um, assists are up. Turnover ratio is down. Okay. Um, and shooting above four hundred from the three point line, and shooting a very efficient four fifty, and anchoring one of the top teams, um, in their conference right now. If I told you all that information, would you say that player is a contender for most improved player? One hundred percent. 100%. Yeah. You know who that player is?
0: Let me can I guess?
1: Go go for a guess.
0: Is it Nikola Jokic?
1: No, it's Paul George. Wow. That's Paul George. Paul George from last year went from 21.9 points per game to what he's averaging right now, 28.7. Imagine if he knocks it up to 30. 8 point increase. 8 point That's increase. Insane. That's insane. Rebounding better? passing better an additional assist per game he's up to four great steals leading the league turnovers down especially how much he handles the ball he handles the ball more he's shooting great and he's anchoring one of the top teams in the west this is crazy to think that a player that's an MVP candidate, in my opinion, is also candidate for most improved player. Because the rule with most improved player from last year to this year, how much did they improve? And Paul George, he took that step. How amazing would it be for this player that won most improved player younger in his career when he had to take the reins of uh, uh, Indiana wins this again. But this time because he had to take the reins in OKC and actually make them a championship contender. I think that'd be amazing. And you know what? Paul George has improved right from last year. He is finally making some noise in this league. He's in this prime. I'm excited for him. He is my most improved player of the year. By far. By far.
0: Okay. No, for sure. 100%. Um
1: <sighs> Nigel Jokic. That's a guy that I slept on, but you know you're you're right about Jokic Even Vucevic, if you want to talk about that. But go on, go on.
0: No, Vucevic is not in my in the conversation.
1: Oh, he's not. Okay, go forward. Okay, not fair in enough. my opinion.
0: Um, I love that. I want you to I want you to take a guess who you think mine is.
1: Okay, so are you gonna give me like the same numbers things? Okay, I'm done. I'm done No, no, I'm no, no no,
0: no, 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 no. I just want oh, you to well... guess given what you know about me. <sighs> given how how I've progressed in this podcast of ours from not from the beginning of this episode but from the beginning of the podcast in general
1: most improved player most improved
0: who do you think in my opinion oh i
1: i i know i know because you know what this guy is a legit i was considering well um siakam
0: yeah um it's i I don't want to pull out numbers because his numbers don't really speak for himself.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I know what last you mean. I, checked, I honestly know what you mean.
0: Last I checked, I think he just went up, what, seven points from, from 15 to seven, from 15 points to 22 points. I think that's the only difference. So on, tell you, on
1: average. To, to
0: tell you, um, average
1: points last year, 7.3, this year, 16.
0: There you go. So six, come on. Like that's, did you see his last game before the all-star 44 points? Four.
1: Ridiculous. 44 it's, Ridiculous
0: And it's not even that too eh? It's It's just overall Not just overall Like Numbers wise performance I'm talking like He He is He is the chemist He is the center of Not this Okay I'll be back Hold on
1: Oh, man I can't do it okay um ladies and folks now it's time to talk about our sponsor CJ DJ's mixtape now CJ DJ's mixtape is the hottest record on SoundCloud right now catch such CJ DJ classic such a <laughs> thing about the re oh sorry I was just giving a nod to our sponsors your uh, mixtape on uh SoundCloud but yes oh um but okay
0: continue. <laughs> continue. sorry I had to open the door to my to my uh my dad um <laughs> Oh cool. Yeah. Um Pascal Siakam. Not only is he like a core player for the Raptors, he he brings the chemistry and he knows his teammates so well. Um, like he he passes the ball well, he shoots the ball efficiently, everything. He's everything that like He's everything that a coach would want in a player and more. But not mm-hmm. necessarily the whole like over over talented player. He's more of the I'm going to work for this team and I'm going to show you what I got. And I, that's why I think that he is the future of the Raptors.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Quote me on that. In the next 5 years they're going to be building around Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Now, I know no. I know that there's going to be a lot of teams next year who are definitely going to uh, be courting him because I think he's a free agent next year but I just hope I hope he stays with the Raptors I hope that the he, uh, the front office takes good care of him because he is the future of the Raptors no doubt for about sure. it for sure for
1: um, sure you know what looking at Siakam too his stats like Siakam was someone I considered and you know what in terms of being practical I think he probably is one of the favorites to win the actual award. Hmm. I, I highly doubt they'll give it to Paul George because, like, man, that'd be kind of ridiculous. Uh, but that's just my opinion. But you know, Siakam. I wouldn't be surprised either way. Oh, would you honestly? Okay, I would not enough, be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, but then we're looking at um, Siakam. But, like, honestly, such a huge gap. A huge jump. And you know what? He's such a valuable part of that team as well, too. He is. He um, is. It's, there's a lot of people that are improving this year. Um, if we're looking at the Kings, De'Aaron Fox... Buddy Heald. Buddy Healed, a big one, too. Buddy's really jumped up his game a lot. And you know what? He's finally living up to that noise that people had for him going in. So Buddy Heald's another one. But you know what? Siakam? Siakam probably is my second, you know, because drafted first round 27 pick. The Raptors have really done great work with him, right? Just taking Mm -hmm. that raw talent Mm -hmm. and improving him, basically. I respect that so much because, you know what, in my opinion, he's doing a lot better than a lot of people that were uh, drafted above him right now. Because look, look, who else is drafted above Siakam, right? Um, Just a bunch of people that have done nothing in this league. So nothing, right? Nothing. And you know what, Siakam? Very very impressed by him. Very impressed. Um, D'Angelo Russell's another guy, too, that you can look at. But you know what? Honestly, I see what you mean with Siakam. but like honestly, just, you know, I I completely see what you mean there. I really do.
0: All right. Well, that does that that about does it for yes. this week's our, mid-season episode, awards. our mid our mid-season yeah. awards. That's what we should have called it. My goodness. I was thinking of like <laughs> 10 different names and <laughs> Just call it the Nerds in Basketball Mid-Season Awards. My goodness. We, so we, much- c- we could have called
1: it that. You know what? We should redo the entire show and just do no, it again. No. Uh, send out the invites. Um, Yeah, okay. That's the whole plan, okay? um, I'm so sorry that we're going to be mailing all our... To the respective organizations for sure. Do not worry. We will.
0: Oh, someone's knocking. Hold on. Yes. Someone's knocking. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you can make it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Stephen A.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh I'm oh sorry my gosh.
0: That's, that's my impression of Stephen A it's not Stephen oh A gosh. it's Stephon A like it's A, a isn't
1: Canadian oh. Oh. oh my gosh it's who who's here oh my gosh it's Skip Bayless oh no nah LeBron James is a good player <laughs> but he is not Michael Jordan Cal Stephen A okay Stephen A
0: <laughs>
1: okay folks i think we gotta cut this off before we lose control of our podcast thank you so much for before listening we lose our listeners
0: and oh man thank you for listening in we appreciate you have a good week i'll we'll see you guys next time
1: next time